were just two regular dudes from a state far away. I wouldn't want to live in. They DJ and lift weights. They think they are so great, but no one cared about their opinions. So they start a podcast, I-O-L-T-O-S. I only like their old stuff. That's what they'd say. Whether they hate or hype, they're almost never topic that is like hype not hype and hype still out okay i mean i have a couple things so yeah it looks like we're more even on the i'm recording now by the way oh yeah oh shit my microphone's falling now yeah it looks like we're more even on the recording this time too last time it was a little hot well this is why i'm hot this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. The truth is, it should be, and it should be more. I should have more volume. No, you should have less volume. No, I should have You're more volume. Loud. You're too loud. All My right. voice sounds better. You're obnoxious. I have better things to say. No, you're obnoxious. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. What was that? It's a. I don't know if you've heard of this before. It's a Lacroix. Lacroix. It's a fancy <clears throat> drinking water. Lacroix. Lacroix. Mm-hmm. I got, I got the peach pear. You got the what? Peach pear. Peach pear. Okay. Well, how about you? Yeah, how do you feel about uh, the coconut one? How about that one? Uh, you know, Grizzles is a fan of the coconut. He one. would he be. Drinking, He's a very yeah. coconut water kind of dude. Like sparkling coconut water the fuck out of here he says he he loves he loves the flavor of sunscreen so (laughs) he's like what if i actually drank my shampoo like i've always dreamed of doing it looks so good when i pour it in my hand (laughs) shampoo is better So what's up, dude? I like that pap- pamplemousse one. You like that? Uh, yeah, I like that. I like I like some grapefruit. You like the taste of a distant memory of a grapefruit that you had when you were twelve? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the slight taste of a fruit that doesn't actually taste very good in its actual original form. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the altered version of a <laughs> really incredibly toned down, too tart fruit. Yeah. <clears throat> great somebody was talking about who was it somebody's telling me about going to visit oh it's my buddy dustin going to visit his grandfather when he was like 12 years old and this was like some like you know he was a pittsburgh yeah like like factory worker yeah, his yeah. entire life had been in world war ii and dustin goes to visit for a week and he gets he's 12 years old he what <laughs> He's 12 years old, and his grandfather brings him half of a grapefruit with sugar on top for, for breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. 
And he's like, it looked really good. You know, grapefruit is a really appealing color. You've got the sugar on top. Yeah. He's like, I took one bite of it. And I go, nope. <laughs> yeah. He said his grandfather got so pissed that he had to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's I, I don't fuck with grapefruit, but I mean, I'll drink a pamplemousse, but the best is limoncello. And number two is is that raspberry, black raspberry. And yeah, I like that one. Peach pear. I, the, the limoncello one, I want to like it, but it's it's a little bit like got an aftertaste or something to it. But yeah, the aftertaste is sh- lemon sugar. Yeah, but I, it kind of bothers me a little bit. It tastes kind of soapy to me, but. Yeah, that's whatever. That's why they got so many flavors. So we all got one that we can identify with. But yeah, that that move, that's a classic. My parents like to do like when I was a kid, we did the half of grapefruit with the sugar on top. Anytime you yeah. gotta put sugar on a fruit <laughs> I mean, I like a grapefruit, but like still I probably shouldn't like a grapefruit because like come on now, what are we doing here? We're putting sugar on the then maybe we should just eat a sweet fruit. There's plenty of sweet fruits that we don't have to put sugar on. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love putting salt on fruit. Like right. that's my yeah. move. That's you like the watermelon and with the salt and yeah. Watermelon with salt, cantaloupe with salt, honeydew with salt, any of the melons. Melon yeah. plus salt equals delicious. If you put salt on a on a grapefruit, <laughs> probably, you probably die. It's like a, it's like putting it's probably like putting Mentos in a in in Coca Cola or something. <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, what it is. Is it's, it unlocks a. It's not. It's almost like micro dosing. Yeah, like you just yeah. get a. It's a nice body buzz. It's a little bit of a, it's slight hallucination. But um, yeah. the did you have? Did you ever encounter a a grapefruit spoon in your life? Yeah, have my you, mom had. I mean, my mom ate half a grapefruit every morning. Okay, so you're familiar with it. My mom, yeah. my parents had the had the full set of grapefruit uh, spoons with the serrated point on the end, like the the the, yeah. the, the apex of the spoon has the serrated on it. You kind of yeah. saw around in there. Once again, like, why aren't we just peeling it and eating like an orange? Like, why are we cutting it in Here's half? Here's the thing: is big grapefruit. Big grapefruit lobbied Congress for us to have these spoons, and we've got a whole industry supporting grapefruits. It's all supporting marching good. bands and grapefruit. Yeah, because that's, no. that's a, the marching band so, always sells the grapefruits and the the fruit. It's probably a, probably a college bowl series game too. I'm sure that yeah. Well, there's the citrus bowl, and I'm sure that's big citrus. So that's big. <clears throat> You're right. That's a, there's there's an orange bowl and a citrus bowl. And I think there's a yeah, tangerine man. bowl too. At one point in time, I'm telling you, dude. I'm t- it's all it's all big grapefruit just masquerading as citrus. We had a specific grapefruit bowl at our house. <laughs> yeah. It was the perfect height for a half of a grapefruit, and I don't understand. I don't know if that was like. <laughs> If that's an actual thing, or like I just never, I never ate anything else out of it other than a grapefruit out of it. It was a white bowl, and it the grapefruit fit perfectly in it. I was like, this is a very specific um, uh-huh. thing. For- you got your grapefruit bowl. You got your grapefruit spoon. Yeah. You got your sugar devoted to the grapefruit. I'm surprised you guys had a mortgage. It sounds like <laughs> avocado toast to me. <laughs> it is, man. We were living that hipster life back then. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know. That's crazy. I mean, you don't have like an avocado bowl or a, I guess you have like a banana split. Bananas get the banana split thing, the glass banana split fancy bowl. But you don't have like an orange bowl. They put the orange, let me get the orange bowls out so we can eat our oranges. No, because you ain't going to cut an orange in half. You're going to either peel it or 
once you cut it in half, you're just taking out the sections. Right. Which is why don't like you eat a grapefruit has to like be that? Dug into it. Well, you got to be digging into that grapefruit like a like a fucking miner. It's you got, but that then you raise the risk of like squirting it in your eye, which always happens. One, one out of every ten grapefruits, I I got some grapefruit juice in my eye. Here's the thing, I don't <clears throat> think we should be eating grapefruits. Oh, I think yeah, I think there's a reason. You know, oftentimes things that are like poisonous or taste bad. It's like what. This they developed so that you wouldn't eat them, right? And grapefruit was like, "All right, we'll be just be so sour that nobody's gonna want." Oh well, humans humans are paying the ass. I like a kumquat. You ever had that? Fuck you. You ever had one of those? Fuck you. You eat the whole thing. You just put the whole thing in your mouth. You eat the eat the peel and everything. You're just trying to you're just trying to get me now. You're just trying to round me up. No. I'm not. This is a PG podcast. <laughs> okay, I forgot that. <clears throat> I I used to eat kiwis skins. Like I I eat a kiwi like the whole thing. I think I could do that, but I don't think I would want to do that. It gives it a little texture. Yeah. I I got disillusioned I mean, with kiwis when I figured out that they were they're from China, not from New Zealand. Oh really? I think they're Chinese. Yeah, it's uh, oh, obviously oh, they don't call them kiwis you, in China. You, is this a part of your South Carolina, North Carolina crusade against the CCP? Are you marching I, with the other MAGA folks? Hey, look, I'm just saying, products that are made in the USA aren't stuck in containers right now. Okay, start resilience on the Chinese and their kiwis. <laughs> but they ain't making no kiwis in America either. You know what they are making? What? Grapefruits. Grapefruits. Florida be making some grapefruits. Florida's making great fruits. Great fruits. I don't know about fruit. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> many uh, that it. was pretty bad. That's I'm enough. Cut that that's out. Enough, enough on grapefruits. Sorry. I didn't, I, and I also didn't mean to get too uh, political. I, I, I neither love nor hate China. So... Uh, hey, so what's the hype, dude? What's up, man? It's good to what's see up? you. I, say, I have to this. wanted to record forever, and you've been busy, so. Well, the truth is, I have. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm also really. I'm also really happy to see you. Yeah, I'm happy to see you too. Yeah. To, to fill me in, the people are dying to know, dude. I mean, we last time we talked, I'd seen Dune, and what have I done since oh, then? Yeah. We, we we talked about that and Bill chimed in. Bill liked it. Bill had some good Bill things to say it. about it. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember what those things were because I haven't I don't have it pulled up. But um, well, this is let me let me start off by saying this is episode one seventy nine of I don't like their old stuff podcast where we answer the question what's the hype. I'm Jay Ho and with me is Groove. Hey. Uh, yeah. So since last. Uh, I guess the big milestone that happened since uh, last episode was that Halloween happened, and uh, Hall- special Halloween is m- me and Jackie's anniversary. We've been married a year now, and uh, congratulations! Thanks, and we love Halloween. That's why we picked it as our day to get married because then we don't have to. It's easy Selfish. to remember that, and we get to have. There's always something going on. We don't have to plan anything for it. There's always something going on. Uh, you, gotta, so, you gotta you gotta make this holiday about you. We just you know it's Selfish. our anniversary and Halloween. Um, 
Yeah, so we uh, I made a big old bowl of chili like my mom used to do when I was a kid on Halloween, and uh, made a big old pot of chili, cooked that all day, and uh, we had brunch, and then we came home, and uh, we exchanged some anniversary gifts, and then uh, we gave out candy to the kids, and we had like probably like 200 kids in our neighborhood. It was awesome. I love seeing the costumes. Yeah. A lot of classic costumes this time, a lot of not like... Uh, Less of your like Spider Man and Minecraft, and more like uh oh it's a witch, or oh it's a devil, it's a it's a it's a ninja, it's this or that, you know it's like more like I don't know a old school shit. Witch. A cackling witch. Uh, the best costume of the night for me was a there was a moth. There's a kid dressed up like a moth. It's just like kind of it looked like he was kind of not having a great night, so it's kind of like a grumpy moth. Uh, but he, he had like the lights. He had like the eyeballs, like the multiple eye thing on his head, you know, like the like a spider would have or whatever too. And then he just came up and was just like, like kind of sadly lifted his arms up, like I'm a moth, candy, please. I was like, that's really good. Uh, Should have run into the lights. Just to get a light and see if I can just shine it in his eyes. Hey, kid, this is funny. It's, it's play with me. It's a joke. You ever, you ever, you ever listen to Norm McDonald's mouth joke? Yeah, it's one of the best jokes of all time. I think we talked about it on the last episode. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. we did. Well, um, we had the last one. They one before last. Yeah, it's great, great yeah. joke. Um, yeah. How was how was your Halloween? Did you do anything? Uh, yeah, I got my first taste of Goose live in concert. Oh, that's right. You went to the Goose concert with all the with all, with the boys. No, 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 no. The the boys are going in December for oh. Christmas. Oh, was, uh, see, I thought that was, was okay. Well, I thought that was happening this no. weekend. I got it confused. I, I, I. Whenever you start talking about uh, jam bands, I just zone out, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> That's surprising. Yeah, That's surprising. Um, no, I went on out to Worcester, Massachusetts, watched two sets and an encore of Goose. It was about three hours, three hours fifteen. Uh, it was everything that I expected. Yeah. I see lots of tension and release. I started in the pit down in um, general admission um, for the first set. And then right at the end of the first set, started to transition up to the nosebleeds for the, uh, for the second set. Yes. What I found down there in general admission is I really couldn't move very well, so I had to get up up top so I could dance. So I was one of those people at the jam band concert that was in the very, very, very back of the of the uh, well, theater there and dancing just in dancing. the back row because nobody else was around. Just doing the noodle dance, just just noodling out, noodling, man. man. Yeah, noodling out. It was. Uh, exactly what i wanted it to be okay did uh perfect. did they play any cover songs they did uh, great question i mean um it was so it was halloween right yeah and so they came out dressed as various characters from austin powers <laughs> okay that's what a really and, that's a deep cut <laughs> these days <laughs> not many austin powers yeah. fans left in the world yeah. Yeah. So they came out and they 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 started out with that soul bossa nova, like the opening credit songs to uh, Austin Powers. Um, they played uh, my generation, 
You know, talking about my generation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Hootsong. Um, yeah. They played uh, I'm a Believer. Oh. Um, they played American Woman. Wow. They played the Lenny Kravitz version. Carpet Ride. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Magic Carpet Ride, Whip It, uh, Just the Two of Us. Uh, uh-huh. That was those were all their covers. Okay, that's kind of cool. Which is like a, that's yeah. a pretty cover heavy like night. I feel like it's Halloween. I mean, I know it's the cliche that Fish always did that, but if it seems appropriate for Halloween, you want to play some like stuff you might not normally play or something. So, you know, yeah, they, there's a professional costume shop in Providence. Yeah, that that outfitted them for this. Like, uh, okay. So the guy that was wearing like the awesome Powers outfit, it was, it was right on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'll go ahead and transition into basically all of my questions wrapped into one since we're on the topic of live music okay this past weekend i went to houston texas to attend travis scott's astro world festival yeah and it was hype not the hype and for some reason there's still a little bit of hype still out right about it you know what i mean um so it's like maybe some not hype still out about it yeah (laughs) Yeah, basically yeah. not hype still out. Yeah. Um and uh I think everybody that's listening to this podcast is probably up to date on the news of what happened there. Well give us a give festival. us a little snippet real quick just for people that don't know about Astro. Well, I'm 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 basically going in I I, I will. Yeah. So this this was the third annual Astro World Festival. The first two were eighteen and nineteen. Yeah. Of course, there was not one in 2020, and so now we come back in 21. Now, after 2019, Travis Scott got the key to the city in Houston. Yeah, for bringing Astro World to Houston. Astro World was a, an amusement park. It got shut down. It uh, just went out of business. That was a major part of his childhood was going to that amusement park. So this is a music festival that also has basically. Uh, carnival rides yeah. and carnival games at it. <clears throat> Fair kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back in, I don't know when it was, it was like January or February. Um, a buddy and I, my buddy Dustin and I, we booked tickets to go to this festival. We figure we're 38 years old. We don't need to buy a general admission tickets. We're going to spend the extra money on the VIP tickets because we want to be able to sit on couches. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, uh, so, um, so, so we went down there. So, so basically the long and short of, of what happened at this festival is there were about 50,000 people there. Um, <clears throat> there were two stages. One yeah. stage had music all day Friday and then the other stage had no music on Friday until Travis Scott came on. So he had his own stage on Friday night. Yeah. And then on Saturday, there was to be music on both stages alternating like a normal music festival. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to go ahead and, and get through the lead, there were uh, crowd swells, crowd surges during travis scott's set mm-hmm. that uh led to from what most people say 
uh, a lot up against these barricades that were kind of separating the different sections of the crowd. Um, they got compressed against the barricades such that they went into cardiac arrest, passed out. Some fell to the ground and wound up getting trampled. Others just went into cardiac arrest and were pulled out of the crowd in enough time before they got trampled. But some reports are people got trampled. Other reports are, you know, there were people that went into cardiac arrest that did not get trampled. Regardless, the news is reporting somewhere between 8 and 11 uh, deceased as a result of this event. I think that the real number is higher, but we won't actually have the real number reported. Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> it was like a slow stampede is what it sounds like. It was just like a compression of the crowd because so they wanted I'll, to get close to the you, stage. The, the, there was nothing slow about it. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm not an authority, Okay. but I was well, you there. Were there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I will, I will give you kind of a quick timeline of the things that my friend and I noticed leading up to it. Um, and a lot of this is very similar to the Woodstock 99 event yeah. where the promoters did not plan effectively for mm -hmm. the weather, <clears throat> the, yeah. the situation, the number of people, so on and so forth. So there was, and there will be, uh, levied against Travis Scott and or Cactus Jack and or whoever else put on this event that there were shortcuts made in order to make more money or save money. Yeah. The first of which all the water at the festival cost $5 or you could go to a water refill station, but we only saw two water refill stations outside of the VIP section. Yeah. In, inside of the VIP section, there was one more water refill station. There was never a line there, but the line at the water refill stations was at least 45 minutes long. Jesus. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the fact that we've got one stage with music all day, but the really big headliner for which the entire weekend is about is in a second stage at the end of the day mm -hmm. will come into play later. Each of the stages had four sections, front left, front right, back left, back right. And front left and front right were about 10% the size of back left and back right, right? Because from back left and back right, you could expand backwards kind yeah. of indefinitely. Front left and front right were much tighter, yeah. but one of the front left or front right was VIP only. Okay. So at the stage that Travis Scott was performing at later that night, it was the front right section that was VIP only. Um, the merchandise tents are kind of one of the big draws for this yeah. event because there is event specific merchandise. Mm -hmm. And we showed up at one o'clock because that's when the gates were allegedly open, but they opened at 9 a.m. So there was miscommunication about when gates would be opening. Mm -hmm. There was no limit on how much merchandise you could buy. Right. And so a lot of people had been at the park all day because they wanted to get there as soon as possible to buy as much merchandise as possible in order to then flip it on the internet. Yeah. And we, so there was two merch tents in the general admission section on either side of the park 
And then there was one merch tent inside the VIP section. We walked into the park at 12.50. We walked straight to the merchandise line and we waited for three hours and 15 minutes in that merchandise line. Wow. Wow. So if you, if you can imagine outside of the VIP area, the line was longer than three hours and 15 minutes. There's no water available to you while you're in line. And then you got to wait another 45 minutes for your first refill of water. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are dehydrated yeah. through that day. Uh-huh. Right. And even though it's November, it's still Houston. Yeah. It's so it was hot, like, yeah. it's still warm down there. So you've got a lot of kids that are probably doing drugs. Yeah. It's a music festival. You've got, sure. yeah. yeah, you've got a lot of people that are dehydrated. <clears throat> you've got an entire day's buildup for one performer at night yeah, who's on a different stage. You've got a two year wait yeah. for this event. And in the meantime, um, if you talk to any teachers, although I, bet, I wonder if Jackie has an opinion on this, every teacher that I've talked to has said that this year has been the worst year of teaching because all the kids have forgotten their social skills. They've forgotten how to learn. They've forgotten how to be in school yeah, all day. Yeah, it is a problem. Yeah, for sure. The majority of people, the show is probably of 17 and 25. Yeah. Right. So on top of that, you've got a genre of music that does not traditionally have mosh pit etiquette. Right. Mm -hmm. And you've got, but at this one artist's shows, mosh pits are normal right right so you've got a mixture of people at this event some of which have been to see travis scott before and understand what a mosh pit is and how to behave in one which is like look out for your fellow participants yeah save people that have fallen that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but the majority of people either don't know about that culture or have never been to a travis scott show before right yeah so come nine o'clock at night, Travis was supposed to go on at 845. Everybody left that other stage and came over to the stage that Travis Scott was going to be performing at. Between like, I'd say half the attendants were there an hour before his set started. So they missed the final set on the other stage, which was SZA. Uh-huh. And they came over and started to kind of plant their flag in the ground of where they were going to try to stand. And those people got as close to these metal barricades, which sectioned out front, left, front, right, back, left, back, right. I went into the VIP section and I was standing like on the back third of the front, right section. So I wasn't near any barricades. Right. And I was in the least populated section Uh just as a function of it being VIP. But when I stood there, I stood there for uh, for like an hour 45. That final 45 minutes that I was standing there with my buddy, we were touching other bodies, right? standing still. Like we were shoulder to shoulder and nuts to butts yeah. with everyone else <clears throat> before the set started. Yeah. And I say <clears throat> this to say that as soon as he took the stage, I'm not talking about in the middle of the first song. I'm talking as soon as he was visible, 
there was an entire sea of people that went from behind me to in front of me. Yeah. Now I'm 250 pounds. I'm bigger than most everybody else in that yeah. section. I stood my ground and made people go around me. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was aghast at how quickly more people than I knew were even in that section total moved from behind me to in front of me. Right. And my first thought was, oh my God, those people up there in the front are smushed. Yeah. Right. And I will say, I was in the least populated section. Yeah. And it was still right? kind of scary, is what you're saying. Well, I wasn't that scared. I was just surprised at that yeah. moment. I was just surprised. Was I was intense, like, oh my yeah. God, how is this? How are this many people behind me? I was, I was standing nuts to butts with everyone. Like, what are we even talking? Like, why, how yeah. did this many people go past me? And I, because I stood my ground, I looked to my right after the surge had stopped and I had lost my friend. Yeah. I didn't know where he was. I couldn't see him. And in fact, I didn't see him for the rest of the night until the show was over. Wow. I, we, we had a plan of when we were going to meet up, where we were going to meet up, if we did get separated. And I did text him halfway through the set. I said, I'm okay. Are you okay? And he said, yeah, I left the pit after the first song. I went to the very back of the venue where the couches were for VIP. He went and sat on the couch for the rest of the night. What I will say is I stayed in that pit yeah. for the whole set. And I was like, I was right there, kind of right by the eye of the hurricane, staying very close to the mosh pit the whole night. I was participating in it. I would go in and out of the mosh pit. And I never experienced any cause for concern about anyone's safety for the entire set. I had no clue that tragedy was taking place in those back right and back left sections, which is where the real crowd surge happened because that's where the majority of people were. And that's where the rest of the people came from the original stage to this stage where Travis was, was playing. Mm -hmm. And so that crowd surge, you know, there's a lot of kind of chatter on the internet about how like these people that like my mom emailed me up here's morgan op-ed oh, about how he's you know disregarded fan safety his entire career and yada 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 and i was i mean my only response was piers morgan didn't know who travis scott no. was a week ago no. you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> so there's a lot of monday morning quarterbacking and and i am i want to be real clear i i think that the responsibility lies with scott his production team yeah. for the mismanagement of the event. Yeah. But I don't know that I could go so far to say that he clearly knew what was happening during the set. He didn't know either. So both of us were taking place, taking part in this event. Yeah. And neither one of us knew it was as bad as it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think uh, I think you had a lot of people really, really excited and really, really inexperienced and really, really kind of like out of practice yeah. from this past two years of like not doing events like this with COVID that it was a perfect storm of everything that could go wrong, did go wrong. And surely there's not going to be another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's a, it's a damn fucking tragedy that this happened. And it was so traumatic for so many people, you know, and it was really surreal to wake up the next day and see the news, yeah. you know, and have my phone, my phone had blown up with all my friends that had known that I was going to the show. 
texting me like, are you okay? Are you alive? And sending me the article. And I had no clue. I had no clue that that was the case. I, yeah. you know, we, at the end of the night, we saw the ambulances leaving the grounds and I was all my, all I thought was that's a lot of fentanyl. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just assumed it was overdoses yeah. from drugs. I yeah. had no idea. It was just that, that intense crowd surge that compressed the lungs of all these people and they, they fell out. Yeah. So, tra- so so Scott finished his set. Like it didn't seem like a weird ending to the concert or anything like that. Like, no, Drake came out for the final three songs yeah. of the set, and they did two Drake songs. Then they did Sicko Mode, and then he said goodbye to Drake, and then he did Goosebumps, which is like probably yeah, his most famous, famous song. song yeah. The set finished. The fireworks show happened. Everybody. I mean, I was like, I was. I mean, I feel really bad saying it. I was like, I was like so charged up i was like man that was like a bucket list experience and i feel you know it's weird like i feel guilty for having been there even though i don't think i had a direct kind of like you know hand in any like in anybody else's misfortune because i was in a different section altogether than where this was happening but i still feel complicit in like the event you know what i'm saying which is really kind of i I haven't stopped thinking about it you know i mean we're recording on a Tuesday afternoon and I, this was Friday night. This is Saturday yeah. morning that I'm learning about this and I haven't stopped thinking about it or talking about it with my buddy that I was there with. I mean, he was like, I'm not telling a soul, you know, like yeah. he's like, I'm not telling anybody I was there. Like, I don't want people to know that I was a part of that. It's really, I feel like I'm in trouble and I didn't even know anything was going wrong. Yeah. Well, you're not complicit, but it is like humane of you to consider your part in a something like that but i know and i'm not the one to i'm not the judge of it but you are not complicit you know you went to a show that you've you've been to many shows you enjoy going to shows uh i would say that you're probably one of the more responsible people at a show you don't you know i've been to shows with you before i'm the same way i try to like not be rude to other people i try to you know take care of myself but I'm, i'm not the guy that's gonna push everybody over to get to the front no. Um, anything like that. So I think that you're, you know, you're in the clear on that, but it is, it is a spooky thing. Um, I was, uh, uh, I was sick all weekend, like horribly sick with, uh, the flu or a cold or something. I don't know. It's not, not uh-huh. COVID, but, um, so I was kind of out of it. I was taking NyQuil and stuff and just sleeping all day. And I woke up Saturday and saw on Twitter that it was trending the Travis Scott concert. And I saw it. the thing that I had seen was that there were shots fired at the Travis Scott's concert. And I was like, what? And then, so then I texted you cause I was worried cause I knew you were there, but I hadn't heard about it till today. And I hadn't heard from you. Not that I hear from yeah. you every day, but like, you know, we had texted early. We texted while you were in line waiting to get yeah. to buy stuff. Yep. So I was like, well, he didn't text me at the end of the show to be like, that was cool or whatever. Not that he would, but like, I was worried for a minute. And then luckily you wrote me back and was like, Hey, I didn't even know it was going on. But then that shows you how much misinformation there is that I was, I was told that, you know, the initial report I saw was that it was shots fired. And then, yeah, and that's the, that was, that was the thing that got on my nerves. Cause mom, I talked to my mom, I guess it was Sunday. And I was like, Hey, have you seen the news? And she yeah. like got like, this strange version of like i was already safe but then she got outraged that i was there yeah and she was like they were killing people there i was like mom nobody got killed people died but like there was no murder you know like there was no shots fired like what are we talking about you know that uh and and with the news and with the you know there there's a racial component to that that of course 
there's going to be gunfire at a black artist show and this and that, you know, I mean, there's, that yeah. is, that is a component of that. You can expect that to happen when something bad happens to the show. Um, yeah, I read an account of, I guess the, the girl who climbed up yeah. on the thing and, and, and tried to, and I've seen video of her. So she actually existed yep. and she wrote this account that was harrowing. And I've yeah. almost drowned before in water uh twice yeah. and it's been it's a horrible i get flashbacks to that and certain things and it made me think of drowning uh the way she described uh just the sea of people and falling down and and you know how horrible it was and uh yeah it was it seems like a really horrible thing um and yeah you're right there there's i've noticed from i live in an area where people don't really know how to attend shows if that makes sense. So you, I, I've gone to metal shows. There's a lot of metal shit. Metal is and, and hardcore is popular in this area. So I've been to a lot of those shows, but you can tell there's people that are like, oh, I'm going to mosh because that's what you do at a concert is you mosh. And so I go out there and yeah. I'm going to mosh. And I'm like, I've been going to shows for forever and I don't get in the pit. But if anytime I ever have, you know, I've kind of known what to do or whatever. And if it gets wild, I get out of it. It's not really my thing, but like it, it is a thing that like some people don't know how to act at a concert and it's not their fault that they got crushed. I'm just saying that like it's when you have a, a huge population of that crowd might not know what it's like to be in a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah. and I, I want to be clear here and, and, and I, I think you're trying to make this point like everybody should have the right to go to a concert safely. Yeah, right? yeah, no, and yeah. And and it wasn't even it wasn't the mosh pits that no. were the problem. It was just everybody. Right? It was it was the swell. Yeah. Well, um, but he has and, a history and, of having mosh pits at the shows and that's the thing you push up to the stage of the shows and Yeah, you know. and I, but 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 to your point those other genres of music where it is common, yeah, are not so popular. Right. That there's this there's that extra amount yeah. of people mm -hmm. that, you know, like you go to a hardcore show, there's yeah. maybe anywhere from 12 to 250 people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as crowd swell with 250 people. It's impossible. No. Yeah. But, you know, with 50,000 people, it's it's possible even without the mosh. Yeah. And there's. Know? Yeah. There, there's a lot of moving parts to this thing. Um, it's a lot yeah. of pieces that came together to cause the the tragedy and it's nobody's fault i'm not blame i'm not victim blaming or anything like that like if you go to concert like you ought to be able to go to a concert you know and i will say that like yeah. there's not much people that want to get to the front of a stage at a show will climb all over you to get there i've been to so many yeah. shows where people would just like knock bigger people than me would knock me over to get to the front you know and so mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's just because they're excited. They want to see it and they want to, I want to be at the front. I want to be at the front. Once yeah. you, everybody's trying to be at the front, then everybody can't be there. So you have this, this is what happens, you know? And, um, there's a lot to it. Uh, it's really sad. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of crazy bullshit going around. It's, it's such a crazy time we live in that now it's got to be like, oh, there was someone running around with a, with a needle trying to s s get, every, yeah. get, get everybody high. And it's like, no, there wasn't. And then, oh, it's a satan it was a satanic ritual to murder. So and I'm like, what? How about Occam's razor? Where did Occam's razor go to in our whole discourse? It's like the, the simplest explanation is what probably happened. And the simplest yeah. explanation was people, a crowd surged and they crushed each other. 
It's yeah. happened before. It's, it's happened at many soccer games in the UK. It's happened mm-hmm. at tons of things in the past. It just hasn't happened. It's in happened a long at time. religious festivals. Yeah, I mean, it just. Sure. I mean, it's a. It's like traffic <laughs> on the highway. This is yeah. why traffic happens. Everybody. Yeah scoots up and then there's this big slowdown and you know and the, the difference is if you're in a car you're probably not going to get crushed by the car in front of you you know and, or behind you and there's um, this this yeah, this flip between self-preservation and looking out for other mankind and that's that's yeah. why like when someone's drowning they will often drown their rescuer because somewhere yep. in your brain we turn into animals and we go i've got to live i've got to survive and so and then it once everybody's doing that, it's hard to like get, you know, have things calm down again to the point where, you know, it's yeah, everyone's everyone's crazed and and rightfully so. This terrifying situation. So uh, it's hard to say. It's not that it's not the crowd's fault, and it's not. I guess it's the corporation that put it on's fault in the end. Well, that would be um, where I would lay most of the blame is. Having, I think, you know, look, I think you could have had, God, you could have had five times the amount of security there. Yeah. You could have had the medical teams yeah. actually trained. They were, you know, there were lots of reports of them administering CPR incorrectly, yeah. putting people on body boards incorrectly. Um, I don't blame the medical team themselves. I blame the fact that they weren't trained properly and there weren't enough of them, right? I do think that some of the blame goes to the crowd for not letting these ambulances to come yeah. in and go out more quickly. But at the same time, that's a group thing. Like it's, yeah. you can't play, place blame on one person there. That's, that's a group thing. There's a lot of, there was a lot of like, I think just like people are, people are, are fucking crazy after COVID and they're at this, yeah. this concert that they've been looking forward to for years. There's it's at his show. It's at his like festival and they're, 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 they lost their fucking minds. They yeah. they wanted to see it, and they just you know it just got caught up in the moment. It's really yeah. sad. I'm not trying to minimize it by any stretch, you know. Yeah. Um, but I definitely don't assign nefarious kind of like uh, motivation behind anyone doing this. It was the kind of like well, a it was greed on the part of the producers yeah. of, of the <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know festival. But I I just I'm not so quick to say that. Because I do think that if, like, I don't know, I can't speak to whether or not Travis Scott knew enough yeah. about what was happening to shut down that show. But I will say that if he had stopped early, yeah. I think Woodstock 99 would have happened. You know, yeah. where, like, you've got this, it's not about the type of music that it was. Yeah. It's about the age of person and the fact that when you have young males between you know 17 and 25 they've got a lot of confusion they got a lot of hormones and they're they're channeling a type of rage that would be expressed no matter what um and and so would they have reacted poorly if the concert had been shut down or would more lives have been saved i can't speak to it i can't tell the future i can't reconstruct the past in a different capacity but fucking hell man it was really it was upside down yeah <laughs> you know like it was upside down and um i i can't i really kind of can't believe that i will have been there yeah. when this gets finally it's not one you want to like remember it's not one you can brag about i was there it's like uh i just no. i was sadly i was there 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the only, I think that if he had stopped the show, he probably would have created a riot in another way. I think That's the only, I think the argument is, is that people have, artists have seen people getting hurt before and stopped the show or paused the show in a way that mm-hmm. created a helpful situation for the person that was being hurt. But it's impossible. I wasn't there, and I don't know what it was like on the stage. I don't know what he could see. Well, I don't know what he, he couldn't see. He did like, that. He did that for one person right. that he could see. So I would think that he you would know? do it for other people if he had seen that. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, Travis Scott doesn't want to hurt his fans. You don't want to. Hurt, he doesn't oh. want to hurt those people. Um, I will say that, like, I don't think you can absolve him of every responsibility. He does have a history of saying, "I want you to rush the stage. I want you to do this." People have gotten hurt at his show before after he stirred the crowd up. That's not like the smoking gun or whatever, but it's like that has to be factored into the situation. You have to factor it in and you have to think about it. Now, people are using that in the wrong way to like make him out to be some hateful person that wanted to hurt people. No, that's not what it is. Was he irresponsible? Perhaps. Uh, And that's not for me to determine. Um, But he could have not been irresponsible and it just happened the same way. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it wasn't the music. It yeah. wasn't him. It wasn't any, like it was, it was the fact that it was like, goodness gracious, we got to ease back into this, <laughs> you know, yeah. like we got to ease yeah. back into this. And this was a rush back in where corners had been cut. Mm-hmm. Well, where, it- you know, that that behavior was, I mean, like somebody was like, well, they shouldn't encourage this type of behavior. And it's like, what are you going to go to a concert with this kind of music and have the person be like, will you guys calm down, please? Yeah. You, you want, you, know? you want your, like f- the front man of your band to be like putting on a show and being like, Hey, everybody yeah. get into it. Um, you know, uh, once again, if it was a white artist, I think it would be seen differently. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I mean, we live two, in that world. Two people like, died. Two people died at a fish concert this year. Yeah, they fell off the yeah. balcony. That yeah. didn't make the news. No, I, I, this is, I didn't know that, but I believe it. Um, and and for the second yeah. set of that show, they played songs that are like titled like you know, "Soul Leaving the Body" or some shit like that. I can't even remember. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like. This this thing happens with events that are just smaller. Yeah. But either A, they're smaller, or B, they're not the type of music or artist that yeah. is so easily maligned. They're um, not under the That's same. not to say that, that now this is like the most casualties at an event like this in in anyone's memory. Yeah. For so sure. it is worth it is. noting, right? It is worth it is newsworthy. It is like tragic, but at the same time, like yeah, like two people died at a fish show this year. It didn't fucking blip on anybody's radar because that's just a goofy white boy van from from. Yeah. Mark. Well, it, we went so. to you know I told you we went to see Jim Gaffigan a couple months yeah. ago. And it was like our first time going to out to something, and it's at this new venue we have here in Wilmington. That's the most like middle middle class white dude show you could go to. Um, when we Literally. were leaving that, <clears throat> the crowd they they oversold it there were so many people leaving going through one exit that mm-hmm. I was scared at a point because we were compressed together and it wasn't bad. I was just, it, it hit the point where I was like, Oh God, if something bad happened, we couldn't get out of here and this would get real bad and people would get hurt, you know? So it's like, yep. it could have happened that at that place at a, you know, it's at the, a 
three thousand seat venue, um, it just as easily it could happen somewhere else. It could happen anywhere, and and it's true. People don't really know how to act in public now because they've had to not be in public for two years. You know, for for better yep. or worse. You know, um, which again you know? is is not this is not victim blaming. No, this is just like. Uh, it's everybody has the right to enjoy a concert yeah. safely, of course. Um, which is just what makes it like, you know, you feel like you got to explain it. You got to figure yeah. out why everything happened the way it happened. And that plays a part in it. It doesn't mean that it's those people's fault by any stretch of the imagination. God, no. it's, it's really sad. It's so sad to think that these people went to see their favorite artist and, and, just didn't make it out alive it's fucking it's fucked up yeah it's a horrible tragedy and you know there's no way to like you can't make it right you're not going to change no. it uh you can figure out solutions that help the future and hopefully that will lead to more things that, that protect the crowd and make safety a more important thing but um and and definitely the corporations involved in this need to be pressed Oh yeah. Uh, because you know, if it's you know, Live Nation is the greediest company on the face of the earth. So you know, if if they did something negligent, they need to be forced to change their policies. You know. Yeah, I don't know who's. I don't know who has the final responsibility for this. Yeah. Like, I didn't look at. I don't even remember if it was Live Nation or if it was. I think it's Live some Nation. Other I don't think it can be anything else. Like... But Live Nation and Ticketmaster are the same thing now. They they bought each other a long time ago. So. Um, but yeah, just, just giving each other hand jobs yeah, now, just, and just giving each other hand jobs. Yeah. Um, so, what about you? You got anything? Well, it's hard to follow that up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just well, saying. No, I'm not blaming you for that. I'm just saying it's yeah. it is a it's a shitty situation. I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Um, anything that I yeah. say is going to pale in comparison to that being not the hype. You know, um, I will say my. My hype was Halloween, and also we went to the fair here. Uh, talking about how many event. people were there? There was I don't know that the 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 commercial for the fair here is it's a fair. All your friends are there. It's a fair. Fun is everywhere. Uh, all my friends were not there. Uh, I, the only friends that were there <laughs> no, were the were. friends I went with. Uh, but we had a good time. It was just it's a little fair here in Wilmington. So not a lot of people. Um, but I I like. Are you, to, are you able to ride rides? I don't like fair rides. Um, I don't like spinny yeah. shit. And all the stuff at a small fair is spin because we got to use a small area and it's all mm -hmm. spinning and I get sick. You know, I throw up. Um, and that's not yeah. what I want to do. Um, I like roller coasters, like big roller coasters. That's what I like. Um, so, yeah. but it makes it a lot cheaper for me to go to the fair because I just went to the fair sure. and ate some, ate a corn dog. And I like to see the animals and I like to see the exhibits. And uh, I like to talk shit about the child artists, you know, like yeah. critique the child, the child art that is on display, um, you know, because it makes me feel better as an artist. So I'm like, I'm better than that. Five year old. <laughs> get out of here. Um, fuck those kids. Yeah. Fuck those kids. Uh, I like to go and I like to take pictures of the lights and stuff. I think the lights are cool. I used to always take my photography class pictures at the fair when I was in college. Um. That sort of stuff. That was fun. Um, like I said, my my not the hype was uh, being sick because uh, it's the first time in like two years that I've I've been stomach sick a couple times, but I've not been uh, like had a cold or anything in like since before COVID. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess having a cold <clears throat> does pale in comparison to me surviving a mass casualty event. <laughs> Not yeah, I was making a direct comparison to you <laughs> surviving the worst tragedy, you know, uh, concert tragedy in years to me having a cold for four days. Um, yeah. no, but I it, it kicked my ass. It's still, I'm still feeling blah and tired, you know. Um, I haven't, I mean, usually I get sick once a year and then I haven't because I've been wearing my mask and washing my hands and stuff and being careful and not going anywhere. So yeah. I, th- I think that, uh, I think Halloween got me, you know, I think all the people coming yeah. by on Halloween got me, but it's okay. I'm doing that better. A treat. Um, yeah. Trick or treat. Um, and my hype still out is that we finally finished all the James Bond movies. So we're going to go see the new one in the theaters probably this week. Um, and I'll have some more James Bond shit to say later, but we don't have to talk that- about this. So. That makes me curious. Uh, where are you at with the um, what's that actor Sam? Uh, what's that actor's name that you're watching all of his movies? Sam Rockwell. But not, but not really. Well, he's yeah. in every movie he made now, so it's like just by default we see him. I'm just like, there he is. <laughs> we didn't even think he was in this movie, and there he is, Sam Rockwell. Too um, long, Fu. Thanks for the memory. <laughs> yeah, we haven't watched that one. Um. I don't know where we're at. I'll let my wife take care of that. That's her, that's her albatross to bear, you know? Um, yeah. It's not a, it's not a, you're not, you're not watching all of his movies. You're just happen to watch a lot of his movies with the intention of someday watching them all, but you're not watching all, all yeah, of his movies. No, not, 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 you know, not unless she, she has her rotation of things that we're watching. So she'll be like, Oh, we're watching Sam well, Rockwell movies for this month now. So, so I I want you to yeah I want to hear all about James Bond on the next time yeah, we record, sure. but just but just just because you've watched them all now, I'm gonna ask you: Is Casino Royale still your favorite? Did I say it was my favorite before? Um, I think you made clear that it was your favorite of these. You know, yeah. what's his name? Daniel I think Craig. It, I think it, maybe I said I think it's the best James Bond movie, and I. Do you, okay. I still kind of think it's probably the best James Bond movie. I don't know if it's my favorite one. The Daniel Craig uh-huh. movies are not as fun as uh, the old movies, um, as no, some of the they're, old movies. They're they're well made and they're serious, and it's James Bond as he's portrayed in the book, um, and they're fantastic. And I think that quality wise, they're the best thing probably in the whole series. I think my favorite is still Live and Let Die. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not the best movie by any. I always have that. I have my favorite, and I have the, what I think is the best. And I still yeah. think Casino Royale is probably the best because it's like not. It's not doesn't have a bunch of baggage. It's kind of a reboot, and it doesn't have the later J- Craig films have the have the baggage of what happened in the first couple films. So it's like yeah, it's kind of fresh in a way. Um, but yeah, uh, I did love uh, what's his name as uh as as Blofeld and Spectre, um, Christoph Waltz. Um, yeah, and Javier Bardem in uh, Skyfall, I thought was pretty fantastic. Um, Skyfall is really good yeah. too. I think that might be the second best Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig one. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see the end, the last one, because apparently it kind of ties up his story and you know his arc. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, I don't know if I will. I'm still like to try to see Dune in the theaters, and I'll probably see that first yeah, if I go yeah. to the theaters. I, I would recommend seeing Dune in the theater if you get a chance to. But um, yeah, yeah the, the James Bond movie's been out for a while, so we're gonna try to see it this week, I think. And it's coming to streaming services like in a month, so if you just want to wait, you don't have to go right. see it in the theater. But um, well, before uh, before we wrap up, what sure. have you been consuming? Uh, just real quick, I've been listening to some. I've been going through Post Malone's catalog again. 
He's, yeah. he's been on my radar because he's he's super into Magic the Gathering now. And uh, he's become somewhat of a Magic the Gathering celebrity because he's been just like going on these Magic the Gathering podcasts and shows and playing with these Magic the Gathering personalities because he loves the game so much. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Wizards even made a card for him, I think. The the company that makes Magic made like his own card yeah. and stuff. So I was like thinking about him and I've listened to that, that last album he had, which I really enjoy a lot and some remixes from it. Um, listen to the Harder They Fall soundtrack, which I'm excited to see that movie eventually. Um, it's a Western. I don't know. Okay. But oh, wait. No, isn't that just a series? That's a series on Netflix. The Harder They Fall? No, I think it's it's a movie. It's a movie? Yeah. But it's about all these... Okay. Uh, these. It's about all these black figures from the Wild West. They're actual real... Yeah, most cowboys were black from Mexico. Right. Like that, you know. And it's about yeah. actual like famous uh black americans from the wild west that uh they're not it's a fictional story because they didn't all know each other but it's kind of putting them all in a movie together and uh i've heard good things about it but the the, the soundtrack is fantastic like kid cuddy's on it seal is on it new seal song um but it's really good alert, alert. yeah alert um so i've been listening to that and then the new war on drugs album which is fine um i was kind of disappointed yeah. in it it's all right you know, I got tickets to go see War on Drugs with Bill. Oh yeah, with who? Yeah, with Bill. Oh yeah, that I that sounds great. I mean, yeah, I I know he's gonna be playing a lot of that new album. It doesn't take me, it doesn't capture my imagination the way the other albums do. But I I mean, seeing War on Drugs live is gonna be really exciting. I think he'll play a lot of the 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 classic hits, or I mean, if he has, yeah. I mean, if you can consider his hits classics. Uh, some of his old, yeah, his new stuff. It's fine. It's fine. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't really. Was, yeah. I'm not like ah, I gotta. I, I can't remember a single thing about it, other than it was very 80s influenced. It seemed. Um, it's a lot yeah, of like, new wave kind of speaking feel to of it. that. I'm I'm going to see Sylvan. I'm going to see Lettuce tonight, and I'm going to see Sylvanesso on Sunday night. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um. I my consuming is less about music because I think people are tired of hearing about the music I've been listening to, and more I'm I'm the new season of Curb and the new season of Succession. Okay, yeah. Have you watched Succession? No, you've recommended it before. It's on my list. I'll watch it. I'm excited to kind of binge it. You know, um, at some point. It is. It's got a lot of hype lately. A lot of hype. Yeah, Kier Culkin's on Saturday Night Live this past week, yeah. and he's, you know, a really great part of the show. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, everybody in that show is a really great part of the show. Yeah. There's no duds on that show mm -hmm. as far as performance. That's cool. Um, so I'm uh, not over the moon about this new season of Kirby Enthusiasm, but I wasn't about season 10 either, and yeah. that came through in the end pretty well. So... Hopefully, yeah. you know, Larry David pulls that through. He's looking old, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of the He's promos. Um, he is. It, that's another one that, like, I've seen a lot of it, but in bits and pieces, and I really need to sit down and watch the whole see the whole show, you know? I mean, it's um, pretty good because each season has, you know, just like Seinfeld, there's three stories in one episode, and they all kind of come together <laughs> for the big punchline at the end of this episode. Yeah. And then also there's a big season overarching story that comes together at the end of the season yeah. and his ability to kind of 
bring those puzzle pieces together is what is a lot of what that show is about. And um, so, you know, of course, the first couple episodes are going to be a little bit slower. And then when we get to the end, we, we can kind of it's it's my version of a murder mystery. OK, yeah. You know, we're like, I'm trying to predict how this is all going to come together. together, And sometimes I get it right and sometimes I get it wrong. So, anyway. Cool. Uh, Sorry to piss everybody's cornflakes. Yeah, well, sorry that you went through that that experience. It's terrible. I hope it doesn't, uh, I hope it doesn't negatively impact your concert going in the future, but, um. Well, I guess I'm going to find out tonight. I tell you what, I, I mean, like, it is like, it's definitely on my mind. And there's a part of me that's like, I'm just going to these shitty jam band concerts from now on. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think that the, the lesson is just uh, be aware of what's going on around you at a show and whatever, and also how that impacts other people. And uh, you know, yeah. it's it's easy to lose your like you want to enjoy the show and stuff, but it's easy, it is easy to uh, get in situations where you're like, oh, I, I, you know. This is a little scary or something like that. Um, yeah. Hasn't happened to me too many times at a show, but things can turn pretty quickly. So they can turn quickly. Just be, be careful and stay hydrated and all that stuff, you know. So. Well, how do you know you've gotten old? At the end of your podcast, you're recommending to your listeners to stay hydrated. Hey, it's important. It's a, Y'all have a good week. <laughs> all right, you can find us at uh, I don't like their old stuff uh, dot com, or you can email us I only like their old stuff at gmail dot com. Uh, also we're on Spotify and I think we're on Apple full now. I think we are actually on hey. Apple now. They accepted a podcasting in. So if you've, you're not listening to it right now, but if someone tells you that they listened to it and it was on iTunes, you can get back on there and find it again. Or it's not iTunes anymore, is it? It's Apple music or podcast or whatever, yeah. but it's on that Apple bullshit. So you can find it there. And, uh, Yeah. We out. Yes, we out. See you next time.